Welcome to Power Yourself, where I talk about the most important topic in the world, you. Today I want to talk about how to have a conversation that really allows a level of exploration. So that really allows us to gain a deep level of understanding or help trigger it for somebody else. So the thing is, this is not just for a conversation with other people. This is also a tool that we can help ourselves as individuals be able to sit back, reflect, and hopefully allow that opportunity for a deeper understanding of ourselves. Sometimes it's easy to notice an emotion in ourselves or in other people. And today's all about how do we help ourselves and how do we help others explore that emotion or response and really help us understand what's actually happening here. Why would this be so important? Okay, so it basically promotes that aspect of self-reflection, allowing us to really allow that deeper understanding of ourselves and also other people around us. It allows us to be less reactionary because we practice and gain the ability, hopefully, to step back and reflect what's actually happening to us versus just reacting in a moment and usually causing more of a crazy situation that we have to recover from. So it's having the ability to practice and promote stepping back, not feeding into a moment or that intense emotion, and are really allowing us to ask questions before we react. Maybe think about it a different perspective. Maybe think about what's factual, what's not factual. What am I contributing? How am I contributing? Really allowing us to have the opportunity here to truly connect as individuals and build those real and honest relationships that we really want to see more of in our life. I'm going to split this into two aspects. So we're going to focus on the self. So how do I trigger these exploration conversations within me? And then I want to talk about how we can hopefully host that and encourage that for other people. So I feel to be able to do the second, we really need to practice and show up doing this for ourselves first. So let's go there. Let's look at exploring ourselves as individuals. How does that look? So think of when you're stuck in an emotion, when you feel that heightened emotion, do you just choose to maybe sit in those feelings? Or are you at the point where you step back and you start asking yourself questions like, what's happening for me right now? Why is this emotion triggered? Why is this my response? What we want to be able to do is dig past that reactionary state or emotion and really find out why it was actually triggered. When we stop at that emotional reaction, we actually miss the opportunity to understand ourselves a little bit better and allow more of an aware understanding of why our reactions was that particular response. We want to be able to dig deep. We want to be able to get that opportunity and really explore what is happening for me in this moment right now. Having emotional responses are absolutely normal, okay? It's the human experience. It's the commonality between us all. We all are triggered by emotions. So it becomes the learned behavior here to step 
back instead of feeding into that emotion, learning how to reflect, how to practice taking that breath, calming ourselves down and asking questions like, what's actually happening for us now? Why is this emotion triggered? What's going on for me? Versus just reacting maybe to the situation or the emotion that we're feeling. And this becomes like any habit, okay? It's really hard to form. And even when it's formed, even when this is a natural reaction for us to step back and analyze and self-reflect, know that we're still going to stumble. We're still going to make mistakes. So I just really want to put it out there that I get this is really easy to talk about and say in theory what we should do. And no, we all struggle, myself included, absolutely. We all struggle in these moments knowing what we should do and actually doing it. So be gentle with yourself here. It's that practice, once again, that word is coming up. We practice doing this and sometimes we'll make mistakes and sometimes we'll stumble. So it's about continuing this practice and picking yourself back up again. Now, after you're able to separate from that emotional piece, so separate from the emotion that's triggered or that you're feeling, then comes that bigger question of why am I feeling this emotion, this specific emotion? What happened? What actually triggered that emotional response for me? Think of for a second how easy it is when you don't separate, okay? When you don't allow that self-reflection to happen. It's so easy to feed that emotion and become so wrapped up in it, okay? In a way, it can be like that feeling of a loss of control. The emotions become so escalated and as it does, so does our ability to control it. It gets harder and harder. So the more we practice that de-escalation for ourselves, the more we actually gain the power to control it, okay? So the more you can step back, not feed that emotion, and practice detaching from it, practice thinking, okay, this is a feeling that I am feeling, okay? I'm in control of my feelings, so maybe why am I feeling this? What situation, what happened, what comment was made that allowed this to be actually triggered within myself? In a way, when you're able to separate from that emotion, you're basically cutting off the supply to that emotion, okay? You're allowing yourself to have more control over it. And even by that breathing, okay, breathing, taking in that deep breath, you're helping clear your mind, allow your mind to be a little bit stable, which is going to help you contribute to that success that you're trying to achieve here. And that clarity and understanding of why this was actually a response for you. And once you've cut off that supply, it becomes easier to start digging deep. It becomes easier to start exploring yourself you can ask questions like, hmm, what's happening for me in this moment? Maybe what led to me being in this moment or feeling this way? When did this feeling start to happen? Where was I? Who, what do I feel actually triggered it? The more we can start to paint that picture for ourselves, I feel the ability comes very natural to even dig deeper from it. So once we have the situation, clarity on the situation of what happened, then 
we start to dig deeper of why was that my reaction? Why do I feel this particular way in this specific moment? Why do I think this? And here comes the biggest opportunity. It becomes, what's my perception here? What am I thinking? What story am I telling myself in this situation versus a very important piece? What's actually factual here? So first you get, you paint yourself that picture. What happened to me? Who triggered it? Why was it triggered? Okay. And then we get to go deeper. Like I said, why was this specific emotion my reaction? Why do I feel this way? Why do I think I feel this way? And then the third piece of figuring out what's perception versus what's actual reality. Our brains are very quick to fill in information that's not factual. So stories, interpretations, meaning of what people meant to do in that situation or what the situation actually meant. But in reality, after you've de-escalated yourself, painted the picture, your whole goal here is to be able to boil down what's factual and maybe what stories am I allowing myself to fuel this emotion that I'm feeling. Then it becomes an opportunity to look at how you can actually move forward from here. What does the next steps look like? Asking yourselves questions like, specifically, what do you want to achieve here? Or importantly too, is how do you want to show up? What's important for me in this moment? Looking at those things can help you act more in line with the person that you want to be. Now that you've de-escalated yourself, you've hopefully realized uh, how you've contributed and maybe a potential another way to see it, it becomes easier to have more control over how you show up and act. So here's the thing, the golden rule almost, you get to control three things in your life and that is it. We can influence a whole bunch but you only get to control three. That's your thoughts, which triggers your emotions and which triggers your actions, okay, or reactions. So moving forward, having those future steps associated with these three things helps you be able to really show up and learn how to take control of the situation. Learn how to really act in a way or set yourself up to really succeed here. Okay, so focusing on, because we can all get lost in the element of what we can control, being other people, what other people did, maybe events that have happened, but the real power becomes in what can I control? So my thoughts, my emotions, and my actions. So being able to look at this and see how you want to move forward can really help you show up and be more aligned with that version that you want to be, that best self. Let's consider an example here, okay? So think of the situation, um, maybe somebody is driving really slow in front of you, okay? As an individual, a typical response for me <laughs> might be I might become really annoyed or maybe I actually become angry in this situation, okay? Instead of blowing the horn here or maybe doing a gesture uh, with my hands, maybe in this situation, it's about noticing the emotion. 
okay, I, I'm really frustrated here. Okay. Sitting in that emotion for a second. Okay. I get, I'm frustrated. So notice I'm acknowledging the emotion that I'm feeling. And then I'm going to really practice breathing. I'm not going to think, I'm not going to tell myself a story about the person in front of me. I'm just really, my whole point here is I'm just going to focus on breathing. Okay. Breathing in, breathe out. Maybe I do that a couple of times and that's going to help me de-escalate. It's going to help me to start to separate from that particular a moment or emotion. Okay. So I'm noticing that I'm really annoyed. And then I start to ask myself the question on why, why Jill, why you, why are you annoyed by this particular driver? Why is their behavior, their driving slow really impacting me? And then if I dig and I'm honest, maybe I look at And maybe an answer would be like, I feel like they're slowing down my day and I'm going to be late. I'm not going to be able to be where I want it to be in the time I want it to be. So basically a loss of control in a way. I feel like they're impacting me or impacting my day. And then maybe if I'm really honest with myself, I noticed I'm actually annoyed, not so much by the driver, if I really dig deeper, Maybe I'm annoyed that I'm going to be late. And then maybe if I keep asking myself, well, why am I annoyed by being late? Then maybe more truth comes out. Stuff like maybe I tried to fit in too much stuff before I left to go to my destination. So maybe I was trying to multitask or trying to fit too much in in too short of a time. So then the deeper understanding becomes, yeah, I'm frustrated, but I'm not frustrated at the other driver. I'm actually frustrated at myself because I didn't honor my time as much as I would have liked to. I didn't honor my word in leaving at that particular time so I would be able to show up on time for the next event or next situation. So maybe... I'm annoyed really because now I have that sense of feeling rushed, okay, and feeling out of control. So acknowledging, being able to acknowledge that, yeah, I felt frustration, I felt anger, and then detaching from that emotion, looking at why I was feeling it, okay, I thought I felt it because of the person in front of me or how they were driving, And then the more I asked myself, well, why would that annoy me? Because I was going to be late. And then why would that annoy me? Because that maybe represents me in a not so good light that I'm late. And then maybe the reason why there is because I didn't have enough control or I didn't practice my control of really leaving and honoring my time. Now, once you've got to that place of understanding why you felt that emotion and make sure you've dug deep enough, okay? So if it becomes uh, you're blaming it on somebody else or it's because of the way somebody else showed up or the events happen, dig deeper. And usually it's going to stop with maybe something you're telling yourself or something you've done that's really allowed you to feel this emotion. So think harder, okay? Dig deeper. 
see how you contributed it on some level. Okay. Is it the story that you've told yourself? Is it the interaction? What is it? Okay. Once you find that reason that truly triggered that emotion. And the thing is, we never truly know, but we're doing our best guess. Okay. So I'll usually stop when it's something that I've done. Okay. So when I get to a point of exactly like that traffic situation, oh, I'm actually frustrated because I didn't leave on time. So once I get to something I can control, it becomes easier to set yourself up to succeed. Look at future steps. So in a future situation that I need to go to an appointment or be somewhere, well then Jill, how can I set myself up to succeed here? Okay, I can leave on time. I cannot try to do one last thing before I leave. Really respecting and honoring myself and leaving the time that I say I'm going to leave. So notice when I dig deep enough to get to the place of how I contributed, then I have the ability to change that future state. After practicing this a few times, you start to build that confidence with yourself that you are actually in control of how you show up, okay? You are in control of the actions you take or the motions you feel. So it's about truly exploring ourselves and asking questions to what triggered that? How did I contribute to that? And how can I move forward and be successful in future situations or future events? And it's all a practice. So the more you can practice showing up and showing that self-restraint to really sit back and question yourself of why that was felt and what you did or how you contributed to that particular feeling, then the more you practice that sense of control. Now, mind you, we can know all of this and we can still end up reacting bad in a situation. So be gentle with yourself. It's about practicing it. It's about when you stumble, bringing yourself back and practicing it again. Okay. The more and the more you can build that pathway in your brain to step back and reflect, the more you truly set yourself up for success here. Now, the reason we started the episode with being able to have this or host this conversation for yourself is because it's essential to be able to do that for yourself before you can truly help do that for another person. So really walking yourself through that de-escalation and reflection, it takes a lot of practice and it can be really sensitive stuff. So really knowing how hard that is to be able to do in the moment, I think really allows you to be able to be more empathetic with other people as they try to work through this stuff themselves. And for me, being able to bring that empathy into these conversations and be able to hold the space for them as they process, I feel that is one of the most successful things you can do with one of these exploration conversations. So being empathetic, not pushing somebody or telling them what your specific solution is. It's about the opportunity for encouraging them to self-reflect and really allow that genuine practice of self-discovery. 
it really helps with a honest, truthful conversation, not only with that individual and themselves, but also between both of you, because you're really helping and encouraging that opportunity to reflect versus that situation where you just want to solve and move past. A lot of this stuff isn't that easy in the moment. So being able to really hold space for somebody else and really step back and realize that this ain't about you, okay, as an individual. It really is about managing, self-managing yourself so that you can fully be there for another person. I say self-manage once again, because the conversation, it's not about you and not about you finding their best solution. It's about supporting the individual as they find their own solution or their best fit or their best understanding of that particular situation. Now, just like we talked about doing for ourselves, the whole goal here is to really encourage that self-reflection for that other person, to see what's happening for them or allow themselves to figure that out and to find options on how to move forward for them and what fits best for them. So basically, all the questions I listed prior regarding self-exploration can really help you here in these conversations. You want to really focus on those open-ended questions, okay? So who, what, when, why, all of that stuff, so that you allow that individual time to think and you're encouraging them to talk versus you coming to the table or putting words in their mouth or giving them specific solutions that you think might best fit. Remember exactly what we touched on the last episode. It's not you coming up with that specific solution or the best possible solution. It's about you really encouraging that individual to build their own self-confidence, that they can do this too, that they can do it for themselves, and that they're the only one that will have the best answers for them. So really encouraging them to dig deep, practice the self-reflection, and figure out what the next best steps for them would be. In addition to all the self-questions that we talked about a bit earlier, you can also use questions like, walk me through what happened. Uh, Why do you think this maybe bothered you so much? How do you feel your best self would actually move forward in this situation? Or maybe in this situation, what do you feel is really important to you? Or what might be another way that you can specifically look at this particular situation? So once again, all open-ended questions to allow the person to have to think. Now here's the thing. To allow thought, we all know, that means the words are not going to come to us right away. So it's about practicing not speaking. So asking the question and don't jump in and answer or ask a follow-up question right away. Allow some silence. Maybe make note of it. Hey, you might need some time to think about this. Do you want to think about it and come back? Basically, you want to allow silence to occur. And the reason you want to allow that is so that it gives them time to actually reflect and think about. Okay, The whole goal of this conversation is not to find the best solution or resolve conflict. 
the whole point of this situation or conversation is to encourage exploration, encourage a deeper understanding of ourselves as individuals and promote that for other people. So never forget, that's not going to come automatically. Once you ask a question, step back, allow space for somebody to be able to think and really give thought to that specific question. And it's worth looking at your expectations for this conversation. Remember, you as an individual encouraging and hosting this conversation, a big piece for you is self-managing. So also, you need to be really present with your own expectations here. Remember, this conversation is not about you as an individual. If you feel an answer or solution formulating in your head or popping in your head, Maybe take the practice of stepping back, ask another question, or get them to repeat their answer. The point is not to find a solution for them or give them a solution. The point is to really encourage that self-exploration. It's about encouraging the person to maybe see a bigger picture, maybe see things through a different lens, or just allow an opportunity for a deeper understanding or a different perspective. Okay, so this is what you're trying to do for the person. You're trying to encourage them to think versus have to solve the situation right away. So you're trying to allow that opportunity to dig deep. Self-exploration. Why did they feel that way? Maybe what happened specifically? What story did they tell themselves? How people move forward or the actions that they take after this conversation, we have to remember that that's the individual's choice, okay? So I mentioned last episode how I really struggle with the, peop- with the people who are closest to me, okay, for this particular uh, situation, really trying to solve things for them or not wanting them to go through a harder experience or grieve or feel uncomfortable. The thing that we have to consciously remind ourselves here is this is not our journey. And no matter what I think, I, as an individual, do not have the best answers for anybody else moving forward, okay? Only that particular individual has those answers. So we really have to consciously watch our train of thought here. And watching, what's your goal, okay? Your goal of the conversation is to encourage that exploration, encourage them to think things through on a different maybe understanding or a different level, So we do not have the best answers for anybody else. Consciously remember this. Just because you feel that you might have the best solution, it might not be that solution that's the best fit for them. So really respecting each other and showing up, holding space for these conversations, holding silence for these conversations to actually occur without us jumping to that solution mode and trying to give our opinion. So really helping people explore, really helping them uh, find what's important for them and building the confidence that really they are the only ones that knows what the right step is for them for the future or what the right next step would be for them in the moment. Encouraging honest conversations within yourself and other people is an absolutely beautiful gift It offers deeper understanding of yourself and it supports that for the people around you. It helps build real relationships with the most genuine and honest conversations. 
Guys, life's way too short to be fake. Show up, explore yourself, and help hold space for others so that they can do the same thing. As a community, we can really help build and encourage each other to show up and be real and authentic with ourselves and each other. That's a wrap on another episode. So I hope something stuck out for you, resonated for you, or even helped confirm or recharge something that you were already doing. So really promoting that stepping away from our emotions, figuring out what's actually happening to us and allowing that deeper level of understanding, okay? The more we can show up as our genuine selves, the more I feel the world becomes more of that genuine, nicer place to be. Keep trying to do your best and remember there's so many of us out here trying to do the same thing. Remember, you're never ever alone. Thanks for tuning in, guys, and don't forget to take the time to go to iTunes, leave us a review, and also know you can always get in touch with us through the Facebook site. I absolutely love getting the opportunity to hear from you. So go have yourself an amazing day and never, ever forget to power yourself.